Hey folks, thanks for tuning in. My name is Galen Lowe with the Digital Project Manager. We are a community of digital professionals on a mission to help each other get skilled, get confident, and get connected so that we can amplify the value of project management in a digital world. If you want to hear more about that, head on over to thedigitalprojectmanager.com slash membership. Okay, today we're going to be talking about the popular productivity platform, Notion, and whether it's up to the task of managing complex digital projects that involve larger organizations. But even if you're not a Notion user, we're going to be covering some of the biggest mistakes people make when configuring and driving adoption around their project management tool, whether it's Notion or anything else. Joining me today is Francis Odera Matthews, a certified Notion consultant and the founder of The Notion Bar. Over the past three years, she has helped over 150 global clients build cultures of intention and tell the story of their work through Notion. Francis, thanks for joining me on the show today. Hello. Thank you for having me today. Really, really excited to chat. I'm excited to chat with you. And thank you for joining me. You're in London. It's like late afternoon for you right now. But I'm happy that you are willing to nerd out a bit. I was saying in the green room that we don't get into tools as much here on the podcast. So this is a bit of a new thing for us. But I know that there's a lot of folks in our community who are using Notion, who are curious about Notion, who have been avoiding Notion, and also just folks who are kind of on a journey just with project management tooling, never quite landing on that perfect project management tool, searching for it, seeking out that holy grail. And I thought maybe we can kind of shed some light on it in the conversation today. You're obviously someone who knows a lot about Notion. Caveat to the listeners, I am somebody who does not know a lot about Notion. So I will play that curious individual who is not in the know. And Frances is going to share her wealth of knowledge because you are absolutely deep into Notion and I'm excited to dive in. Absolutely. I thought maybe we could start with the basics, actually. So for folks who are not in the know, for folks who are less in the know than I am, could you just tell us what is Notion and why is it something that you've decided to kind of build your entire service offering around? Sure, absolutely. So I guess I'll start at the beginning and jump off of what you were just mentioning there as project managers always seeking to find the perfect tool. Once upon a time, I was a project manager always seeking to find the perfect tool. I've been a project manager amongst a lot of different creative industries and agencies, including e-commerce and UX and you're always switching from tool to tool and it was always a massive undertake to do this whole tool qualification and compare features and be like well this one has this but this part that we need but that one doesn't have that one and then you're just kind of trying to Frankenstein all of this stuff together and so we were using a notion internally the last Shopify agency that I was working for just for like organizing internal things. And then one day I realized, wait a second, why have I got all of these client portals hanging around in Google Sheets? I've got these task lists kind of half running in Notion. Like, why don't I just build everything in one place? And so I literally halved my job as a project manager by building our client portals to manage the Shopify build from start to finish. I don't know if anyone's ever worked in the Shopify build, but it is incredibly involved and there are so many moving parts. And then I realized I'm kind of bored because the exciting bit for me of that job was creating the system <laughs> and all that was left was chasing 
the team and the clients around and I was like I don't want to do this anymore and it ju- I just kind of it just so happened that Notion was gaining a lot of traction and at the beginning of 2020 I was like maybe I'll put myself onto Fiverr or something maybe someone wants to pay me for this random nerdy skill that I'm really good at turns out a lot of people did and I went full time in the summer of 2021 and I haven't looked back and so there's a catchphrase or a tagline or a slogan that I always refer to in that notion isn't a productivity tool it's a possibility tool and what I was missing from all of those other project management tools, Asana, Monday.com, ClickUp, Avaza, I could go on, was they were simply project management systems. That's all that they did. Whereas with Notion, you can really tell the story of your work. You can connect your project management system to that random, scrappy Excel database that you've got kicking about. And you can view the data in a way that's speaking to the rest of the system and is engaging and actually looks nice like so you can literally build dashboards where you can see the information you need to see where you need to see it and when you need to see it and that kind of flexibility just isn't found in out of the box stores think of it as as like a create your own adventure (laughs) i love the origin story because honestly i think there's a lot of folks there who dread setting up software in general project management software anything anything where you're kind of like going through and you're building foundational architecture for something pretty important, like they don't love that. So actually, in a way, I'm like, I'm not surprised that there is demand for someone like yourself who just loves it. And I love that we live in a world where like, this is a thing where you could sort of say, you know what, this is what I want to do. Not necessarily all the project management stuff, like, you know, like running the project, but like getting it set up for success. And then also just this idea that, yeah, like, the tools these days can do a lot of things. I think in a way, we have sort of rigid thinking about what different types of software ought to do and look like and be. And we'll get into it later. But I think there's a lot of folks who are just like, it needs to be turnkey, right? I need to be able to like, you know, just log in and go because, you know, we've got projects to run. Nobody got time for, you know, like setting things up, configuring things, thinking hard about what we wanted to do. So in a way, I think this is like, It's a perfect snapshot of where we're at with software today, where a lot of people work differently, to your point, like people are using different tools in an agency environment or any kind of client services context. You have the client's tool, right? They're like, well, we use this or we have the spreadsheet over here and we need to report into the spreadsheet. And it kind of needs to plug together more than it needs to be the be all end all. You know, we said holy grail like at at the beginning, right? The, The sort of like nirvana of project management tool maybe doesn't exist. Maybe it's about careful configuration. But overall, I love that because I think it's sort of relating to a lot of the challenges and the pain that people are feeling around running projects, using software, like driving collaboration and making it all work with different people's style of working. So I think that's super cool. I kind of led with it at the top that, you know, there are some folks who are not anti-notion, But maybe they're like, yeah, Notion is not for me. But I'm just wondering from where you stand, like who should use Notion and maybe like who shouldn't? Like how do you help your clients understand when Notion is the answer and like when it's not? So first off, I would say there is definitely a mindset element to it. I kind of use the analogy of 
you could get your clothes tailored or you could buy them off the rack. Buying something off the rack might be fine, but if you spend that little bit of effort and go to the tailor and get measured and all of that, you're going to be 20 times happier with the end result than something you've just bought off the rack. Especially if this is something that you're going to use every single day of your life and is pretty much the crux of what you do and how you facilitate your days and your work. And so you kind of have to be in a mental position to be like, okay, I'm going to be forced to sit down and actually think, wait, what do I actually do every day? And you'll be surprised about how many people have not thought through that question. And we're in this junk productivity diet where we just want to go, 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 go. And no one's taking the time to like pause and figure out what on earth is going on. (laughs) So first of all, you need to be in a mindset where you're okay with pausing and figuring out like this part of my workflow doesn't serve me. This part of my workflow does serve me. Like I do care about tracking this thing. I don't care about tracking that thing. So first of all, the mindset is everything. And then just from a pragmatic view, if you've got a bunch of spreadsheets that you've got floating around and you would love those spreadsheets to speak to each other, Notion is probably the place for you. You'll be surprised at how much time you'll save by not having to do like manual data entry (laughs) across the system or across spreadsheets. So that's definitely a pragmatic view. And so I mentioned earlier about me literally halving my workload as a project manager with creating client portals in Notion. I've worked with people across all kinds of industries. I've worked with VCs to create really niche and it's actually a really cool build. <laughs> it was a blind deal rating mechanism where it was all one big database, but different VCs had different views of the databases. So they were rating the same like portfolio company in the same database, but they couldn't see what the other person was scoring, but there was a like an end score. That was really cool. I've done all kinds of things. Like I've worked with 60 to 70 person e-commerce brands to completely overhaul and rebuild their systems in Notion again. That was mainly a taking all the floating Excel spreadsheets <laughs> and just bringing them into one place so that everyone has oversight as well on what's going on. A big issue that I see with a lot of businesses is just transparency. People don't understand how data is moving around the company and with Notion because everything is on the cloud, when you update something, it updates it for everyone in real time, wherever it's mentioned across the ecosystem. And yeah, I outed some project management names earlier, but the most common tools that people come to me from are like ClickUp and Monday. Again, because those are purely project management tools, but what people are looking for are holistic ecosystems where everything in their workflow is speaking to each other. They can come in and have a really nice homepage where they can see what everyone's working on, what's due, maybe some cool announcements, and it's really nicely branded. And so, yeah, if you're looking for any of that notion is probably worth looking at. Again, 
there are drawbacks. <laughs> um, it, it is a time investment. So like what I was saying there, you have to be ready and have that mindset and say, I am ready to take streamlining my workflow seriously. And with that, there is a learning curve and there is some setup. But to be honest, there's a learning curve and setup for any tool. Fair, right? So this is this has a longer term payoff because <laughs> this is something you can customize and grow with you in the long run. So like as your processes change, you just switch up your notion instead of switching to another tool. I like that notion of like assembling the work. It's not necessarily project management, especially the people using the platform might not see it as project management. So to kind of pigeonhole it into project management. And I know a lot of the sort of platforms you mentioned are trying to kind of broaden into just being about getting work done. But I like that notion of just like people just want it in one place because we're wasting so much time doing data entry or wondering when this bit of information is going to come in or when so-and-so is going to update a thing so that we know what's going on over here. Whereas actually work is more fluid than that. It's not all this kind of like you know, these rigid, like, oh, Wednesday, status report day. What if I want to know how this project's doing on Tuesday? <laughs> like, I should be able to know that. <laughs> so I, I do like that. I also really like, can I just say, I really like the tailored suit analogy. And I think it's really apt and not to take it too far, not to like dive too deep into it. But I'm like, yeah, you know what? Like, I would say like a suit, okay? So like you get your tailored suit, or like buying a wedding dress, right? And like, that's something you come in with that mindset and you've had that thought. You're like, I want it to look like this. Here's what I need it for. Here's the sort of theme of the day. I'm going to invest the time because it's something that I want tailored to me. And then I'm like, okay, I'm not the kind of person, I know there's people out there who do, but I'm like, I will buy a t-shirt off the rack. I'll buy a polo off the rack like I'm wearing now, right? And I'm like, and that's okay. I don't plan to go and get this tailored. And that's all right because it's kind of like my day-to-day shirt It's not like the thing I'm going, like I'm staking my entire life on. You know what I mean? It's not for that big, like whatever business pitch or job interview or, you know, wedding or whatever. It's just, I'm going to wear it, you know, a couple of days a week. Yeah, it's whatever. And I think software can be like that too. And I I think, you know, I had all these questions here about like, you know, this notion of getting set up uh, versus rushing in versus like figuring it out as you go. But I think that analogy, like really crisply, like, tells a story of, yeah, some of your tools are t-shirts and that's okay. Like you don't need to go, you know, hire a consultant to figure out how you're going to use your whatever instant messaging tool, Slack or, you know, Teams or whatever. Sometimes that'll just kind of unfold and it'll be a little more fluid. And yes, you use it every day, but at the same time, it's not like, it's not like everything needs to be perfect around it for it to work. Whereas project management software or something that you're going to use as the sort of central focus of your collaboration that should be a possibility tool, right? It's not just about moving, you know, a widget from A to B. It's about people collaborating together, sharing information, knowing what's going on, being on the same page. And usually the stakes are high in project management because usually it's some kind of, you know, push initiative or like transformation that, you know, has a lot riding on it. And that's important. And therefore, that actually, you know, there's nothing wrong with, I guess, buying a suit off the shelf and, you know, wearing it to your wedding. I'm sure it happens. But also, it's worth having that thought in your head to be like, is this something where I should have the mindset of tailoring, right? Like where it's worth it, where I do want to, you know, have my inseam measured no matter how awkward it actually is, you know, at the actual tailor. (laughs) (laughs) And just like, yes, because I want it to fit and I want it to look great and I want it to last a long time. I think that's a really, really apt analogy. Yeah, I think it's good also what you said there with the stakes being high. So yeah, if the stakes are high to you and you're 
process is that involved and that important to you, then yeah, you probably should get it tailored at some point. You might start off the rack and you're like, you know what, this is really an important crux of my workflow. Let's see how I can make this tailored to me. I like that. And actually, that was where I was going to go in the next question too, because I'm like, at the same time, can Notion be a t-shirt off the rack at first? And like, what are some of the like, I don't know, limitations or drawbacks of that versus what you've seen actually work quite well? Like if someone goes in and they're like, yes, Notion, that's fine, but I'm going to tailor it later. Let's just go. Like, what does that experience look like? So there are a couple of ways that Notion can be a t-shirt off the rack. The first way is that you can find a bunch of templates from across the internet. Like if you typed in X template in Google, something is going to come up. I will say not all templates are created equal. (laughs) And someone who spends a lot of time reverse engineering and improving templates out there. Like a lot of, don't be fooled by the prettiness of things. Like I'm someone who puts a lot of work into the aesthetics of my work purely because I wanted to use it I first focus on the functionality of it and a lot of templates out there fortunately they're really pretty but they're like a nightmare to use because the databases aren't speaking to each other properly the user experience hasn't been optimized so many things so just take a little caution (laughs) with what you pick up and also don't fall into the junk template diet where you just buy like 20 templates and you're like, yeah, this is going to be great for me. You should always take inspiration from templates and like take what you need from them and see how you can merge it into your workflow. Other way that Notion can be a t-shirt off the rack, apart from just that many templates are out there, is that Notion does have a starter project management kit with tasks and projects. I believe it's okay. Again, it's basic for a reason because they want you to build on top of it, essentially. <laughs> like, so that's just kind of getting you used to the functionality of Notion. And then you're like, okay, this is great. But in an ideal world, I actually want to be able to add tasks directly from my meeting note template, which is actually a fan favorite feature of my ability <laughs> for like, oh my goodness, I don't have to like go write it down and then spend half an hour adding it into monday.com this is crazy so yeah you've got your t-shirts off the rack but most importantly with the process i follow a very intentional bottom-up approach for a reason so the first stage is discovery it's figuring out what on earth do we do like again most people haven't sat down to answer that question like what software do we use what could we possibly replace the notion what could we connect to notion What do we need to track, store, and share, essentially? That's what Notion is good for. And then you say, okay, well, how can we reverse engineer this into databases? And how can we connect those databases to each other so that it's efficient and we're not doing double data entry all the time and wasting time? Then we go into, well, how can we template out our pages? Like, what would a perfect project dashboard look like? What do we want to see the tasks? Do we want to see the meetings? Do we want to see client information? Do we have? Do we want to have space for files? Do we want those files to be standalone, or do you want them to be seen in perpetuity? along with all of the other projects' files? Like, there is a deep art form to database building. <laughs> 
But ultimately, you want to get the database and database template bit right. And then from there, you can build your views. And then once that's done, you can just plug and play your dream dashboards, essentially. You can pull views of, um, let's say you had a big old task database. You can have a due task view on your task homepage, but you could also have a due task view on your main homepage where people are just figuring out what's going on. You could also have that in the marketing section, but just filtered for marketing. But So you've got those three snapshots of that database in three separate spaces of the workspace, but they're all speaking to each other. So unlike spreadsheets, again, which you're manually updating and wasting so much time, everything is just updating in real time, which is like, it's just invaluable. <laughs> At least for me. I don't know about for our listeners, but templates these days, that word doesn't quite do it justice. And to kind of hear you say that, like, yeah, there's a template for this. And, it, you know, it's got some kind of vanilla database set up for, you know, basic connectivity to other tools. My mind's like, Phew. I was like, no, I thought it was just going to be like a table with some labels, you know, on the columns. And that's how you do status reporting. But yeah, I think it's important to kind of like, yeah, like for folks to kind of understand that there's a lot going on behind the scenes. Notion's one of those things, you know, I've used it on a couple of projects, mostly as a client, not as a project manager, but, you know, it's simplicity on the front end masks what can happen in the back end in terms of surfacing information and tying things together. And that's actually, you know, that's quite exciting. I do want to dive into it later on just about like how it plugs into other things. But one thing that kind of strikes me here is that you know, we've been using this analogy of a tailored suit or, you know, a wedding dress, something that will need to have alterations done. And in that analogy, it's like, okay, usually it's like one person or a handful of people. But like, in your role as a consultant, like, who are you talking to, to figure out things like, oh, do we want task due on personal dashboards and on like the roll up view on the homepage? Like, is this like, quite an orchestration of individuals or... Who are you usually dealing with to kind of make these decisions about how dashboards work and how the tool itself works? Yeah, I mainly work with the project managers and the chief of people or equivalent because they're really the people who are taking the culture of workflow into their hands for the organization. So they come to me and say, we're, we're having trouble seeing this or doing this and we would love our workforce to be more like this and I go okay well I can reverse engineer notions to match those needs outside of project management even simple things like we would love our employees to have more of a culture of praising their teammates okay let's build a praise button on the home page where they I'm just using behavior psychology as well because this is the place that they're going to log into every day. Let's put a button where they're going to see every day of like where they're encouraged to like shout out team members into this like praise database and you can see what people have said before and things like that. So there are so many things that can go into it, just even just outside of project management. <laughs> but again, you're, it's not just project management, it's all of the holistic things that surround that need to be tracked, stored, or shared. I love that sort of tracked, stored, or shared sort of distillation. But what I like even more is this notion of, you know, who you're dealing with. In my head, I was like, okay, yeah, probably like 
you know, also the executives who need some kind of rollout from Notion and probably like some other key stakeholders, internal or external. But what I love is this other layer of like, yeah, of course, people who have a stake in the culture of the workflow, right? Like the people in, you know, people ops, operations and project management, because it's more than just like task management. And I think a lot of folks kind of like immediately go there. They're like project management software is status reports, timelines, you know, Minding budget, some kind of burn down view, and tasks, 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 and 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 where are they at? But actually, it's about people working together and like feeling good about the work that they're doing and understanding the value of the work that they're doing and understanding how it rolls up to goals. And to your point, like yeah, like if the culture that you want to build and the values that you uphold have to do with like praise and you know like being supportive and you know servant leadership, then you can build that into the tool. Not every tool, but clearly like it's something that you have the ability to customize in Notion, other tools as well, I'm sure, where you can actually make it reflect the culture that either does exist or you want to, you know, aspire towards. It's not just when is task A due. And, you know, every project management software will do that. But what's gonna let you build, you know, the culture of intention and the workflows that you want? You mentioned in your intro, right? This like it's like telling the story of the work and I'll be honest with you. I was like, ah, yeah, okay, that's that's a good tagline. But I started thinking about it. I'm like, no, like, I mean, this is the thing. Like you said, like, we spend so much time working, right? We spend so much effort and put so much stake in like a project. Like, yes, it is important to, you know, have that story told and be part of that story day in and day out more than it is about necessarily, you know, understanding the exact percentage of you know, utilization for this resource member. That's important too, but what does it actually all mean? And I love that notion of what you said about pausing to think about what it is that we're doing. Yes, about like the work itself, but like even just, you know, the nature of that organization, business or team, like why have we come together? What are we about? And how do we want this to work? And I think that's, you know, it's like the inspiring side of the coin where the other side of that coin is easily just like, does it do the features that we want? Okay, well, What's it cost? Okay, well, let's plug it in and turn it on and go from there. When you put those two side by side, you're like, yeah, one's kind of better <laughs> than the other, right? Totally. And on the other side of the coin that you just mentioned, there is all that plug and play. You are forcing yourself to work in a way that a software has told you instead of telling a software how you actually work. And like, Obviously, the first option is going to give you a lot more of a resistance and friction and feel a lot more unnatural. Whereas when things are just set up for the way that your brain needs to like happen and the way your team needs to flow naturally, it just becomes a lot easier. And that's actually one reason why Notion attracts a lot of people from the neurodivergent community as well, because all of a sudden there's an opportunity to like build, build, build things for literally how your brain needs to see them. <laughs> Yeah, I agree. I think there's some, you know, I mentioned it up top, like there's some rigidity in the way we think that software ought to be. And I'm glad you sort of mentioned that about sort of like, you know, neurodiversity and the fact that, yeah, you know what, we need to start to start recognizing that we all work differently. We all think differently. And there's a way to kind of, you know, not necessarily force ourselves into a square hole when we can actually make one that fits us better. Totally. And like the most common way I see that come up on in my work is some people hate the Kanban view and some people love the table view or like hate the table view and just will only work in Kanbans. And but you can just create both in Notion. It's the same data. It's just flipped into different. It's a different view. Yeah. 
I think it's actually in some ways a good segue because I wanted to kind of get into the meat of some of the tough stuff around Notion. And we've been kind of talking around it throughout, but I think, you know, the big thing for me, and especially when I'm like having conversations with people or trawling through forums, you know, the, the sort of main theme that I see is just like, okay, well, Notion is something we're going to outgrow. It's a bit too like bohemian. It's too difficult to manage or like it's somehow underpowered in some way. Uh, and I see it get dismissed a lot, um, especially at like the enterprise level. They're like, it might be good for small teams and like, you know, independents and micro agencies and things like that. But we're, you know, we're 250 people, like we can't use Notion. Is that true? Like, is Notion like serious software that can play at an enterprise level as well? Or what are some of the challenges that folks might encounter that might trigger some of these, you know, ideas or opinions about it at that level? Yeah, I think the bigger you grow, the more you're going to have to worry about permissions. So you're just going to have to have someone on your team or hire someone like me to take on that job of figuring out what your permissions architecture is and making sure that people are assigned to the correct team space, essentially. And it might just be someone's job. You might have to hire someone to take on Notion, like their job is literally Notion maintenance. And that's not uncommon. We see that with other tools, We, with, for example, Salesforce administrators within companies. So it's like, this is a thing that lots of people have many touch points on. You're gonna, gonna have to go in and like clean things up. But I do offer like a fractional service to that for smaller teams who want that stage yet but you're just gonna have to figure out the permission levels and make sure that it's built in the right way and make sure it looks nice but it can definitely play i know i've kind of focused in on the configuration like initial configuration onboarding adoption but to your point right like again i'm gonna take this analogy far too far (laughs) but right like listen if your tailored suit like gets damaged has a stain has a hole in it like you're not going to be like, oh, this is garbage. I'm going to throw it away. You're probably going to get it fixed. And you're going to probably have a person or you will like find a person who's like, yeah, I trust you enough. And you know me enough that you can repair this or you can make it do something that it didn't do before. <laughs> like I uh, definitely not the same weight as I was when I got married. So like, can we, you know, let this out and, uh, you know, make it fit better because it is that thing that is important ongoing work. It's the business. It's the beating art. Of course, like if you, and I know a lot of listeners might be like, yeah, but I can't afford to have a, you know, a staffer who is in charge of Notion, maybe not even fractionally, maybe like that's something that will be difficult to budget for. But when you think about the stakes and you think about the pace of technology and yes, people are working differently, you know, every day they're working differently. And there's new tools and you will need to integrate things. And actually, it is worthwhile because of the thing that you said, which is you actually halved your sort of admin time. And that's across the board, yes, for the project manager, but also for anyone doing data entry, like, you know, like everything from if you have to track your time in two different places and you have a way where you could just do it in one place, like there's an ROI there, I guess is what I'm trying to say that like, you know, if you can look at it that way, the investment of having someone who is kind of responsible for Notion or whatever tool, there is an ROI to it. A hundred percent. It's really funny to me because I'll see companies spend 
six figures on an office renovation and it's like, oh, look, we've got a new coffee machine. That's going to improve our productivity. Look at us. We've got, got a foosball table now. Your team is spending 1% of their time at the coffee machine and the foosball table. They're spending 97% plus of their time in these data entry points. <laughs> Why not invest the time and resources to make sure they actually work properly and look nice and efficient? I'm a bit of a design buff myself and I would love a world where... There's a bit more of a hybrid approach to a physical office design and a virtual office design. So you could kind of make the notion interior match the office interior, maybe have like QR codes about the place, which link to different notion setups. Like we are entering this hybrid era. So why not actually make it hybrid? Oh my gosh, uh, that's a whole nother episode right there. I would love to dig into that because I also am huge on that as well. I mean, we're seeing so many hybrid workplaces. And yes, we are still seeing a lot of, and sometimes to incentivize folks to come back to the office, they've done a kitchen reno. You know yeah. what I mean? It's like, have you done a spreadsheet with it? Yeah, right? Like, <laughs> that would actually be great. Do the reverse. We'll just have a spreadsheet themed kitchen and then it should be fine. <laughs> Speaking of something that could be a own episode, I'm just going to jet this right in at the end here. You know, we're talking about Notion. We're talking about it being a tool of possibility. We're talking about how it can be sort of scaled and how it can plug into a more enterprise context. And I think the other thing that's sort of top of mind, in addition to like hybrid workplaces, is the notion of AI. And I know that Notion like was actually one of the like first tools that I noticed that actually had rolled out an AI-driven set of features and I was kind of doing a bit of research and I, I know there was kind of this big sort of spike in interest, of course, because I think it was, you know, at least from my perspective, it looked like an early adopter or at least first some amongst the first to market with like an AI powered feature set. I'm just wondering, like, you talk to a lot of people about Notion, like, are people really using like Notion's AI capabilities in their work? Is it still kind of more of a curiosity? Is there a hesitancy? Or are some folks actually like really using it in their day-to-day, you know, at scale to increase that benefit of, you know, saving time and doing less data entry? Like, how has the adoption been feeling and where have you seen it been a bit challenging for some of your clients? Yeah. I would say the biggest new feature that people are loving with Notion AI is the Q&A feature, where as long as your processes are documented correctly and think just data is generally entered correctly across the system, you can ask Notion Q&A anything like, what are we working on this month? And it will pull up an answer for you based on what's in the system or based on the types of clients we worked with last year, how would you recommend we do X, Y, Z? I don't know. It's like anything like that. Like it becomes truly a second brain, which is a term you'll hear a lot if you start going down the notion rabbit hole. The other one is to do really practical things, especially within databases. Um, In my own personal workflow, I use Notion AI as a database property to help me format links for my newsletter, the Notion site guys, whichever one you go for. There you go. (laughs) I'll add the link in the notes. (laughs) I literally web clip things to this database and then I have a Notion AI prompt as a property, which is 
get the di- title of this database page and hyperlink it with the URL of this page and also add an emoji at the beginning of it based on the title. And that saves me like 30 seconds per thing, which is incredibly valuable because I would have had to format that link by hand, which is no thank you. No, absolutely. I Even in my day-to-day work, I'm like, I'm sending emails with like links in them. And yeah, it's adding time. Like I feel it adding time. I'll go grab the URL. Okay, make sure it's right. You know, highlight the text, click the link button, blah, blah, blah. Like that's actually a very good use of AI. Not Notion related, but... I don't know if anyone's used Magical-y. Mag- it's just Magical, I think. That's like a great text expander for repeatable things. Oh, okay. But going back to Notion AI, yeah, it's just any kind of manual work. Like, turn this into a table for me. Like, I've just word vomited, like, tidy, tidy bit that. Notion AI can do that. <laughs> um, yeah, lots of really cool things. But my favorite is definitely, like, the replacing manual formatting alone then because no one has time for that honestly even what you said about like you know action items and meeting minutes and notes and things because like overall like yeah i know we're you know the project managers uh who are listening like we we do get labeled as being very organized and like nothing nothing's messy in your world you're a project manager but like actually doing project management like in the collaboration and like you know you're in a meeting and you're just like people just throwing ideas at the wall and yeah it's messy and if like there is a lot of time spent like unmessifying that to make it make sense, to make it look organized so that you look like an organized project manager. But that's not the skill. The skill is that you brought people together and people were throwing ideas at the wall and then you need to kind of get it into a state where it makes sense to other people who weren't in the room. Like that's the skill, not the like copying and pasting these words into a thing and formatting links. I love that. I love that it's kind of like that additional tool for efficiency. But also like what you said about the second brain, like I think you know, we've been sort of delving a bit into AI tools and how AI tools can be used for project management. But a lot of what we have been sort of dealing with are, you know, more on the LLM side, like uh, ChatGPT, you know, help me do a thing, not necessarily connected to the database of information, like the project data. Whereas what you had said is just like this Q&A feature that's going to grab the insights you know, I guess not on like, you know, something like analytics, like in, in GA4, where it's kind of a prompt to question interface. But I love the idea that, yeah, it can gather some insights because it's looking at the data from your databases in Notion, maybe across projects, maybe across your business to kind of give you some quick answers that a tool that's not connected to that data will never be able to do. That's actually really interesting to me. 100%. And that only really works when you documented your processes <laughs> correctly. <laughs> And that's another point where I see companies lose efficiency. So they don't have anywhere written down, like, this is how we do X. This is how we do Y. This is what Y looks like in this kind of setting. And that's where you're also losing time. It's like people are just scrambling to figure out how to do things. Yeah. The machine can't learn something if you haven't written it down. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. I mean, it ties it all back, really, right? Is that you know, it takes some intentionality. I think a lot of work these days is very chaotic, seat of the pants. And I think in a lot of businesses, not all businesses, but a lot of businesses that is valued, like that is a good thing. Oh yeah, like, uh, you know, we fail fast and, and chaos is okay because, you know, we get to the answer more quickly. And, and sure, I buy into that as well. But at some point, it needs to have this pause and this intentional thought to be like, what is it that we're doing? We need to be deliberate about this. We need to document stuff. We need to have our data in order. And that is you know, 
it's worth the investment. Running, 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 chaos, 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 you know, dog in a fiery room meme doesn't always have to be like that. It's worth it to kind of, you know, sit down and have that mindset to pause and think about it intentionally about what it is that we're actually doing. Yeah. And ultimately, there is a cost to chaos. And that chaos is high employee turnover rates because people don't want to work in chaos for longer than a few months. And so I used to being working in the e-commerce world, which is arguably one of the most chaotic industries out there, I'd be working on a project and I'd have one person as my stakeholder and in a few months time it'd be someone else and a few months time it'd be someone else because they just moved on because everything was so chaotic internally that they were like they're like I'm not doing this anymore and so you've got recruiting fees as well as the inefficiency of having to train someone else up with a role like every six months when if you just pause (laughs) to set things out correctly the first time you wouldn't have to go through all that. I love that. There's a cost to chaos. Brilliant. Francis, thanks so much for being on the show. I think this is a really juicy conversation. I think there's three more episodes hiding in some of the things that we just kind of glossed over in the past 10 minutes, which will absolutely do it. In the meantime, if folks want to learn more about you and you know sign up to that newsletter, like where can they find you? You can find me at The Notion Bar on all platforms. I hang out on LinkedIn a lot these days. So Francis Adara Matthews. Yeah, follow my newsletter, where you'll, The Notion Zeitgeist, where you'll also see updates about what's going on in my course community, as well as just inspiring snippets and news from that I curate from across The Notion Zeitgeist for you each week. I'll add all those links in the notes. And again, thank you for spending some time with me today. Yeah, thank you for having me, Galen. This has been great. All right, folks, there you have it. As always, if you'd like to join the conversation with over a thousand like-minded project management champions, come join our collective. Head over to thedigitalprojectmanager.com slash membership to learn more. And if you like what you heard today, please subscribe and stay in touch on thedigitalprojectmanager.com. Until next time, thanks for listening.